Welcome to the Educational Leadership Moment, where you'll gain valuable insights on research-based and experientially learned educational leadership principles and best practices that promote student success. I'm Dr. Kim Moore, your host. With my extensive experience as a classroom teacher, school administrator, and central office staff member, I'm dedicated to sharing effective strategies to ensure student achievement. So, grab your favorite beverage, a pen or a pencil, and a notepad, and get ready to take notes. And if you find this moment valuable, and I am confident that you will, please like, subscribe, and share with your colleagues, friends, and family. Thank you for joining me on the Educational Leadership Moment. Now, get ready to take your educational leadership to the next level. And remember, when students are led well, they learn well. That's why our emoji is wearing a big smile and has his shades on. Now, I know you're wondering, is he wearing shades because everything is just so bright? Well, that's partly part of it. You see, emotional, intelligent people, they just have a positive outlook. Now, I know you're wondering, are they all about rainbows and unicorns? That everything in the world is sunny side up? No. Emotionally intelligent people aren't foolishly positive. They don't expect everything to be good all of the time. And they don't ignore things that are difficult or negative. Simply put, they see the silver lining and face challenges with a firm resolve. Emotionally intelligent people know that they may or may not succeed, but in either case, they'll learn something. This is the kind of positive outlook that can handle any problem positively, but realistically. And this is so important when you are leading other people because they take their cue from you as the leader. And you always want to create an environment where people know that it is safe to fail forward. So while we may not succeed, we will always learn something from the process. Now, what happens if you're not one of those people who believes the glass is half full? Well, a good way to make yourself 
authentically more positive is to identify negative self-talk and turn it positive. We all have the voice in our head. That voice speaks to us all day long. And when I'm talking about negative self-talk, I'm referring to the voice in your head that turns a situation bad. That voice may say things like, Whew, this is going to be difficult. Or, wow, I did such a stupid thing today. Mm. How about this one? This situation always ends up like, or one I've heard people say out loud, I'm sure my boss is going to give me trouble today. I can tell he is in a bad mood. Or my personal favorite that I hear all the time is, there's no way this will work. We've already done it. And it's not going to work. Negative self-talk is a self-defense mechanism. Now, I know you're wondering, well, what do you mean it's self-defense? Let me explain. You see, negative self-talk is based on past experience. Your mind sets you up for the worst preparing you to accept it so that it's not a shock if it happens. The problem with this is that things may not turn out badly as you expected them to. So, I know that my boss is going to give me trouble today because he's in a bad mood. Well, you don't know that because you even you haven't even said good morning to your boss. So why are you already making that assumption? And why is the voice in your head already setting you up for this event to happen? Because what will happen is the negative self-talk will cause stress and will put you in a bad mood. So let me ask you a question. Have you said these things, like the examples that I gave you, to yourself? Now be honest. It's okay if you've said yes. Because today, I want you to learn to recognize that voice and to counter it with either shutting it up or replacing it with something positive. Let me give you an example. The negative talk says, this won't work. How can we 
flip the script to make it positive. So instead of saying, this won't work, a positive alternative would be, we've never tried this before, but whether it works or not, we'll learn from it. Another example, if you're going into a meeting with an associate who is extremely difficult to talk to, don't dwell on past experience. Don't go in the meeting dreading it like, oh gosh, he is so difficult to talk to. Instead, tell yourself that you're going to do everything you can to make the meeting go well. Now, I know this can be quite a challenge, but learning how to turn negative self-talk around can have major, major benefits. The best way to approach a difficult situation is to be as prepared as possible and to have a positive attitude. You see, people with high emotional intelligence have a positive outlook and they're not foolishly positive, they're realistic. They understand that that negative talk doesn't serve them well. Instead, they put a positive spin on the situation. So I encourage you today to think about what talk is taking place in your head. What is the voice saying? And to flip the script on the voice to a positive message. Because negative talk is based on your past experiences and causes stress. When you learn to recognize and counter the negative voice by identifying negative self-talk, you will be able to make it positive. Now, being self-aware, listening actively, regulating yourself, being empathetic, and having a positive outlook, these are just a few things that you can do to increase your emotional intelligence. Remember, the first person that you are going to lead is yourself. Therefore, self-awareness is the cornerstone of emotional intelligence. Understanding those emotions and feelings that arise in you and learning how to regulate them will help you boost 
your emotional intelligence. Active listening helps you to understand how the other person is feeling, what they're struggling with, and how to better support them, which will also help you become more empathetic. Because as you are increasing your empathetic skills, you're becoming a highly skilled observer. And when you bring all of those together, they shape your outlook on different situations. Changing that negative self-talk, which is based on your past experiences, and reframing it as positive will help you increase your emotional intelligence. I challenge you today to give the five emotional intelligence strategies that we have just discussed a try. They will definitely make a difference in how you react and respond to emotions. So, the goal is to increase your emotional intelligence and career success. Thank you for tuning in to this educational leadership moment. If you enjoyed listening, subscribe to my moments on your favorite platform to receive notifications when we release new moments. Also, don't forget to check out our past moments, which are available for free on all major platforms. In these timeless episodes, we cover a range of topics related to educational leadership that are just as relevant today as when they were first released. To learn more about improving student success, please visit my website, at kimdmore.com. There are resources and information for you, your team, and your organization. I'm Dr. Kim Moore, your educational leadership guide, and I believe that when students are led well, they learn well. Have a blessed day.